The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. May 14th, 2022. Are we really cigar media? Is there such a thing as cigar media? I hear the term thrown around all the time, but aren't we just opinions on the show? Uh, it's time to debate that. The people who de- debate it most, the bloggers or cigar media, will get into that topic today and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. And this is the part of the show where I was going to tell you about last week's show and where we sit. Uh, because last week we told you the story of um, Hammer and Sickle Cigars, the casualty of war, what happened with them. And uh, because I figured we'd have these cigars around for about a year. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we would be out of them. Um, but uh, 3,800 boxes sold in 48 hours. Which is awesome, because I can now get to the bathroom. I've stopped right. pissing on the side <laughs> of the building. Because <laughs> there was so much product that was there. Uh, it is all gone. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, jumping in. What a wonderful deal it was. Uh, I'm just back from the Dominican Republic. My plan was to go um, get this deal going and um, leave on Monday to the Dominican and see the factory and see what they had for packaging boxes, pre-made cigars, all the stuff. Um, I wasn't allowed to even tell the factory that um, I've acquired um, all the product and everything. So that was my opportunity once I made that announcement to go down there. I did. I looked at it. Uh, the good news or bad news, the way, uh, whatever way you want to look at it, is I would think in a couple of months um, we should have more, not nearly the amount that was there, but I'm trying to do the right thing by them and clear out their inventory. So uh, uh, they got tons of bands. They got lots of cigars made. They didn't have all that many uh, boxes already created. When I say not that many, maybe 800 or so. So I will absolutely take um, the, the completed boxes because what are they going to do with it? They can. Uh, they have cigars. They said, you know, you don't have to worry about the cigars. We could do something else with them. I don't know. Uh, I'm just trying to be a nice guy and do the right thing by them. Um, so there's the, the uh, heads up of what happened last year. Um, certainly the biggest days um, we ever had in history Huge. Um, of all those going out there. And for you guys that bought into it, uh, what a tremendous deal of buy one, get two boxes free of a $10 cigar, bringing it down to $2 and change. So uh, I'm seeing hashtag burn the band all, the, all yeah. over the MeWees. It's been great. And 
you know, even though we're sold out of it, we're going to wait maybe a couple of weeks let, because people are yeah. receiving the product. Let them do the hashtag burn the bands. Yeah. We'll pick somebody out of there so we can, on the other hand, dump a few boxes of the Cigar Authority's 12th year anniversary <laughs> Lanceros. Um, which oh, are we a, still talking about those? Yes, <laughs> because we bought a total of 300 of those. I saw a cool video of the burn the band of somebody burning the band while playing uh, Midnight Oil's Burning Down the House. Ah, so. Midnight Oil? Isn't that Talking Heads? Talking Heads certainly had burning down the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, burning talking down heads. the house. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, all right. So that, so that being said, uh, I, I look up on the screen here and I do see YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're on YouTube. Those that are watching on YouTube, uh, was enjoy good. it. Enjoy they it. They actually couldn't. Can. They 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 couldn't see it until you said that. They <laughs> okay. Because they. Um, it's a matter of hours you know probably not days it's a matter of hours i've been saying it for a long period of time but our uh, fellow um podcasters and more and more and, um cigar guys are out there putting stuff on youtube are dropping off one by one by one by one it's happening it's painful to end up seeing and i just know uh we're right around the corner so um odyssey is where Odyssey, we are. Odyssey, yeah. O- O-D-Y-S-E-E. You are correct, sir. Yes. Um, yes, we are on Facebook also, but Facebook is doing their damnedest for you not to see it. You'll have to actually go on to our Facebook page, the Cigar yeah. Authority, and go check to see if it's there because it's not going to show up on your feed. They're pushing that back too. So uh, 37 years in the cigar business, I'm used to it. They're always trying to shut us down. Media not taking um, our commercials for our store that I used mm-hmm. to advertise on TV and radio. And uh, we actually have a commercial coming out for, for our stores. Somebody's sneaking mm-hmm. us in Ooh. for commercial. We'll see how that goes. But there's always trying to find ways around uh, what we're doing. So Ed Sullivan's been working on the background to do other things. Other uh, things. Yes. So things are happening. Things are happening. We're finding other places, but... You have an exit strategy? No, I always have an exit strategy, Barry. (laughs) YouTube is important because YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. Uh, It is Google that's number one, but YouTube is owned by Google. Correct. So it's called Google Juice, and having the videos on there on YouTube ends up helping Google Juice to be finding the Cigar Authority. So as it goes off of YouTube, we're going to lose Google Juice, and pretty soon people aren't even going to know the Cigar Authority is there. Is Google Juice like uh, orange juice? It's can like you, orange can juice. Can you drink it? You can. Yeah, that's good. It's like SEO, yeah. search engine optimization. Can you drink that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can drink anything you want. Yeah. And he does. <laughs> Barry will take care of that for us. Uh, but what he's going to do right now is tell us about the first cigar we're going to smoke today. Well, today's first cigar is the Terra Nova Araparique, and it's made by Arnold Andre Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 65 by 50 Bellicosa, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over Indonesian Basuki binder and fillers consisting of Araparaca Matafina Brazilian, Peruvian, and Nicaraguan. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back $860, while a box of 20 is $146.20, which comes out to just $731 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $26, or 15% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com, and if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, 
Shrine number two, GuyCigars.com. All right. Very fair price cigar, but after coming off of a $2 cigar, it's eight sixty, and you say, oh, my God, eight sixty. So hopefully we haven't uh, ruined the marketplace on the uh, thing we just did. Um, six and a half by 50. Doesn't it look like a thin ring gauge? But I actually measured it. It is. It really is 50. 50. Huh. But doesn't it look smaller? Maybe yeah. because it's six and a well, half. It looks and it's small in your fingers. It does. <laughs> it does. So it you're saying like your fingers don't make the cigar look fat? The cigar doesn't make my fingers look fat today, but the cigar looks thinner. <laughs> Maybe because it's six and a half and not six. Yeah, and the pointed tip makes it slim. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very slimming. Something. I should get a shirt that's designed like this. And <laughs> we need to circumcise this thing. Yeah. So if you put black bands on a big ring gauge cigar, it'll look smaller, right? Because it's slimming. Black is slimming. Slimming for you. are wearing a black shirt right now with... Uh, well, as are you. Jonathan's dressed in black. He looks like a skeleton. So things are brighter. <laughs> All right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. Mm. Cold drawer tastes like oyster crackers. You've used that before. Yeah. A little salty, too. There's definitely some salt. You're not far off there. Oyster crackers. Do you eat it whole? Do you pop it? You got to pop it. <laughs> you pop it? I popped it till I was like 13, and yeah. then I just <laughs> put them down like aspirin really? after that. <laughs> pop them. All right. Yeah, salty, flowery. I can go oyster yeah. cracker on that. We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo featuring single action, two jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Drone by Vertigo. So you can use this lighter to make a glory hole? <laughs> oh, we should have glory hole this. We could have. <laughs> We should have and could have. Now you thought of it there because it has the bullet cutter on it. We should have tried it. And it's it. a torpedo. See how that's catching on? I knew it would. It's only with us. Yeah. No one else is saying it. They're saying it. I saw some things on MeWe mentioning it. They they thought they were making. I know how to read that chat thing on the MeWe, but I don't know how to do it. You did it when you were in the DR. You, 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 the, the fact that you just announced there might be 800 more boxes. Yeah. You put it in the chat. So I put it in the chat? Yeah. Okay. So, how, like, when people like what somebody says on there, how do you do that? You hold your finger on it because you use it on your phone, and it'll pop up just like on well, Facebook. It, it pops up, and it tells me who put the hearts and thumbs up. That's because you're clicking on the actual like buttons down the bottom, and that gives All you right. the list. If you hold your finger on the picture or the message... That's how you get it. So, Dave, are you saying that the mainstream media hasn't picked up yet on the glory hole concept? They have not. <laughs> I, I haven't heard other people besides our, our little fan club on the well, MeWe's. You don't watch CNN. Maybe it's on Maybe CNN. Maybe it's on, so you'll have to do that for me. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. All right. Uh, another thing you can check out is um, we are selling tickets to our annual father and son cigar mm -hmm. dinner that we've been doing. Uh, tickets went on sale today. Um and why do I have this? I have no idea. What I have is um, 
the two guys' the anniversary party that I mentioned to you last week, and I told you, hurry up and get it right. because it always goes so fast. That's sold out, so we don't have to talk about that. What I think I did is I wrote sold out on this. And then thought and, you should keep and, it. And threw and kept it for whatever reason. <laughs> and, and threw then, away the father and son. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I see it. I see, see it. it. Because I have uh, the burn the band and the fa- and the and the uh, cigar with the two guys anniversary party. Here we go. Father and son cigar dinner. We've been doing this now 10 years. And we bring a different manufacturer on each year. And we'll have them on the Cigar Authority on that Saturday. But Saturday night, which will be Saturday, June 18th, that's the day before Father's Day, every year we get people together and we have a little cigar dinner. And it is not a very complicated cigar dinner. Um, It is a father to bring his son or a son to bring his father or his father to bring his daughter because I don't have a son. I bring my daughter. And uh, we get together. We have a little cocktail hour from 6 to 7. At 7 o'clock, we have a dinner. Uh, We may do a little raffle or something like that. You meet the manufacturer. He gives you some of his cigars. And uh, this year, it will be Nelson Alfonso and his son, Fabio. And Fabio just turned 18, which is the, and I I don't know about this, because he is from Spain, Mm -hmm. and the smoking age is 18, Mm -hmm. and he's legal, but now he's coming here. It's by where you live. Okay. So he's coming. He said, I mean, by what country you're in, because a 17-year-old can drink in England, but he can't Mm -hmm. drink here. Ah, so I don't know what's going to happen there, but um, Fabio's coming. Um, I have met Fabio just on a Zoom thing to say hello and by a any quick chance wave. does he have flowing golden locks of hair? <laughs> he has and a chiseled he has body. beautiful hair like Nelson Alfonso does. Mm-hmm. So they have, but I don't know about flowing. Or will blonde. he take his shirt off and show us if, if he's ripped? If you put your fingers to his hair, hair, will it? Will it? <laughs> Is it flowing? I don't know. Do you remember gonna, that I'm on Seinfeld? T- I'm going to try it and, and see how creeped out he gets. Are you going to introduce him to the glory hole? You're going to see if you can bring that back to Spain? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I guess. <laughs> so we'll get to know Fabio. I don't even know if Fabio speaks English. We'll see. But I thought you were on a Zoom call. I, just, a oh, just a wave. Just a wave. Just a wave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's kind of the universal symbol for I don't speak English. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but Nelson has another son, which is Nelson Jr., and we've had him here before, and uh, he speaks some English. Uh, Fabio will see, uh, but either way, Nelson will be here. Well, Nelson, and, Nelson Jr. speaks very good English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he speaks English well. Okay. Uh, so if you don't know who Nelson Alfonso is, he is the maker of Atabay Byron and Bandolero cigars, along with, and he'll explain two new lines that will be introduced at the PCA trade show. Really? Um, so anyway, the uh, the dinner is happening at Tuscan Kitchen in Salem, New Hampshire, Saturday, June 18th. Uh, cocktail hours at 6 o'clock. Be there for that. And then at 7 o'clock, we'll sit down for dinner. And um, it includes a full Italian dinner, Atabay and Bandolero cigars, plus one night only cigar deals that'll happen there. Dinner includes Tuscan Kitchen Caesar Salad, hots of romaine, ciabatta, croutons, and shaved regiono parmesan. It ha- includes. How are rigatoni- you torturing your own language? I don't know. Yeah. Rigatoni bolognese, um, 
which is thin house-made noodles and uh, rich sauce, beef and veal. It also includes chicken parmesan, San Manzano tomato sauce, <laughs> and hand-stretched mozzarella. And here's the re- weird one. Is there oregano in it? It doesn't say, but <laughs> here's, the real, here's the weird one. It includes rosemary wood roasted potatoes and roasted broccolini. Oh, nice. But it doesn't go with the... Does it not go with the rest well, of the meal? It sounds like an exceptional accoutrement, yeah, if you will. Maybe somebody doesn't want to go the pasta route and they'll go potatoes. And On vegetables. what planet is roasted potatoes not a Delicious. great side dish? With, more with, with pasta. So, it doesn't make sense. Nor does the roasted broccolini go with chicken parmesan and. Oh, it's You've noodles. never had roasted broccolini with chicken parmesan at your house? Never? Never. Really? Because it's a sin? It just doesn't go to me. But they put the menu together, so they think it's good. But potatoes and pasta. Listen, I'm a carbohydrate nut. I love carbohydrates. Bread. There'll be bread. There'll be bread, too. I'm sure. I'll be bringing you So let's carb out. Let's let's get together and carb out and have the cigars and the carbohydrates because at dessert, we are having a cannoli bar where they will pipe to order the cannolis, including pistachio, chocolate chip, and hazelnut. And pipe and, to order is so key. Oh, my You goodness. don't want a soggy Do shell. You even no. need, Those are the worst. Do you even need to have the shell? Can you just open your mouth and let them just squirt it in? I'll ask. <laughs> yeah, but I'll ask. would that have lectins? Of course. Oh, yeah, you I'm can't a, do that. I'm not eating that. You're not eating. Correct. Yeah. You'll, you'll bring some seeds. I'll bring a something. salad and some nuts. Yeah. Wait, fun. you're going to bring your own salad? You're going to bring your own food to a restaurant? I'll eat in the car. <laughs> Advanced tickets only while they last. The tickets are $95 a piece, and the tickets are on sale now. We're going to have 100 to 150 people maximum. Um, the, the restaurant, uh, we're outside of the Tuscan Kitchen in Salem, New Hampshire, under the stars. There'll be a tent, rain or shine. We're doing this no. thing, but it'll be a beautiful day. Ted Hughes reasonably asks, doesn't Dave have approval of the menu? Yeah, he does this like victimized thing that he, he plays along where he's oh. like, I don't understand why they're yeah. doing this no. to me. <laughs> we have two hours to fill. So. As, as I go to cigar makers and things, I let, this is what they do, and I say, it's time to shine. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 150 new guests that are going to be there, and you want to look really good. Yes, do they send it to me and say, are you okay with this? And I say, yes, I'm okay with it. I don't argue anything if there was something really ridiculous but i thought the the broccolini and potatoes did not match the only thing that they do better than potatoes is their breakfast pizza Mm. their potatoes Mm. is absolutely the best thing on the menu and it should be featured really roasted potatoes are phenomenally good with pasta like why not i don't know i'm not saying you put it on the pasta but you can have a potato gnocchi, which is yeah. making a pasta out of. The I feel potato. like we jumped the shark and became the food authority. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the chat room saying Dave gets so animated when talking about food. Uh, I like food. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get to it. I'm, I'm holding off because I just know slings and arrows are going to th- be thrown at me by our uh, brothers of the leaf or whatever we call. 
other people in the cigar media. I'd like to coin a phrase, cigar douchebags. If you don't have something nice to say, just keep it to yourself. See, you're already starting C- out badly. CDB. I, I, don't, I don't need your help on this. You're going to just dig a hole, and please don't. Uh, all right. There really is no cigar media. That's how I'll start off. It's my opinion, and everything I'm saying is my opinion, but is there really cigar media? I don't think so. But then again, it is social media where we are making these comments. Then, therefore, anybody who goes on social media becomes media because you're on social media. So I could be wrong. Good. You have something to well, say? You're looking you know, at me like, oh, where did he go? Went down a rabbit hole. He's <laughs> yeah. on rabbit hole. I think it depends on how you choose to define media. It can be defined very broadly to include publishing and film and all kinds of stuff. Well, the problem is right now that the word media is used improperly in the cigar industry. The word media is a plural form of the Latin word medium, meaning middle ground. It uses the word media describing the newspapers, radio, and other sources of information likely deriving from the term mass media, which is a technical term used in the advertising industry. That's where mass media comes from. Cigar media is not really media at all, especially that they are not middle ground. Cigar media, for the most part, is exclusively opinion-based. The quote cigar media does reviews, does ratings of cigars, and is simply an opinion piece. It is not media. They are bloggers. They are influencers and sprinkled in, in some cases, they put out press releases. They, they put the press release that is given to them, and they put it out there. But they're not really media, uh, is the argument that I'm making here. And jump in and argue that point if you hear something that seems absolutely wrong. So when you say they, are you including us, us. the Cigar Authority, Correct. as well? Because I really don't use that term that... I'm Cigar Media. We have a talk show, and we have a podcast, but uh, is this media? We just talked about food. We just talked about um, glory holes. And <laughs> this isn't media. I mean, Joe Rogan's one of the biggest podcasters out there. He's media or a form thereof. The View, one of the worst talk shows on television, is It's media. a talk show. It's media because they're discussing current events. So if you discuss current events, if you go into the cigar lounge downstairs and you're discussing current events, no, because are you, you, media? Don't, you don't have a platform. We have a platform. That's they the platform. Have a platform. It, no, hanging around with your friends is not a platform heard by thousands of millions of people. We're hanging around with our friends. Jonathan, you were there <laughs> at the very beginning of the Cigar Authority. This is what we discussed. We tried be. to be media and for, we failed for two weeks. Yeah, and then we said. Let's just do what we do. When you come up in the office yeah. before that, you said, this is the show. And this is the show. The people that came up and saw us for the 12-year anniversary, they learned that this is it. <laughs> this is how we are. This is it. So it, it's not media uh, going around. Dave, I'm fine with the term blogger. I've always been fine with the term well, blogger. Well, and, and, and I say this out of respect that I say it, and I feel like some people think I'm talking badly about them, and I'm not. Yeah. But that's truly what it is. It, it's more of a cigar fan club. 
Mm. You know, that this is a cigar fan club or something like that. Well, we, not media. Whiskey Miser says if they do reviews, they are not media. There we go. Yeah, but the newspaper has reviews of movies playing in the movie theater. Does that mean the newspaper's not media? No, no. The yeah. newspaper has, in the case of like Siskel and Ebert, Siskel and Ebert have a business where they review movies and, and the then newspaper the newspaper features it, it or buys, buys it. it. Exactly. I mean, what, what you tend to For find. added content with news media is that opinion is separated from the people reporting the news, right? So So you've got the entertainment reporter who's giving an opinion. Yeah. So we should not be called media. We are definitely not journalists. Oh, for sure. There's no integrity whatsoever. (laughs) Barry, you, you post... The written word. Yes. You're not a journalist. No. Nor are you the uh, author of the Bible. No. Okay. (laughs) I'm a blogger. A journalist should not be on either side of the argument. That's certainly not the case with Barry. He stands his ground no matter what. Um, A journalist must report only the facts and not a personal attitude towards the facts. Essentially, a journalist and a reporter should not only approach an issue with an unbiased manner, but also with an unbiased and emotionless attitude. We get very emotional with yeah, this because we love the product and we get... That definition ex- was right during the Walter Cronkite these days. Every single reporter out there now is slinging opinion. It's not journalism. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell who Walter Cronkite was voting for because he played both sides of the aisle equally the fair. The definition has changed whether that makes it right or wrong, it has changed the way Yo, it There's is. less people that are media, but the definition hasn't changed. That is the definition. I looked it up. Uh, it does not exist with bloggers or so-called media. That definition does not exist mm-hmm. in any form that's out there of supposedly media once they put in ratings and reviews. Now, I'm going to give you one exception to that. Is Cigar Journal magazine. There's ratings and reviews, but they don't do them. Correct. They sub them out to other people, which include us, that are in there. So they're actually maybe cigar media. They'll be the only argument that I could possibly say is them and some of the publications that are only for retailers, retail publications that come out. Um, I can't think of the names of them. Smoke Shop Magazine Mm -hmm. and... Things like that. And they tell us when somebody gets a different job and when a new product is coming out. And sometimes there's tidbits of things of how a retailer should run their operation. And and that being said, but certainly not a show like this as media. Uh, Opinion journalism is journalism that makes no claim to objectivity. Common examples include newspaper columns, editorials, and opt-eds editorials and cartoons. But they have the decency to put that this is an op-ed at the top, or this is an opinion piece. An op-ed is short of opposite editorial. An opposite article submitted to the newspaper from the publication, not from the newspaper. Somebody submits an op-ed in there, you don't work for the newspaper, and you're taking the opposite thing that was written, which should have been fact to begin with, and you're taking an opposition to that. They are written by members of the community, not by the newspaper or media employees. Media, I don't mean to make it sound negative, but I must bring this up. Blogging or bloggers refer to writing, photography, and self-publishing online. This is who 
we led into the trade show mm-hmm. is the bloggers. That was the discussion that was and going on. And I remember on. there was a movement within the bloggers where certain people took offense to the term blogger, which made no sense because you were using WordPress, which is a blogging platform, or you were on blogger.com, which says blogger right in the title. Yeah. It is more Good argument, the Barry. correct term. Blogging started as an opportunity for individuals to write diary-styled entries. A cigar smoker. Barry, you said you were a cigar smoker. It was the name of your mm-hmm. blog because that's what you were, a cigar smoker. Not media. You were a cigar smoker. For the most part, that's we happen to be in the cigar industry up three, but Ed Sullivan is a cigar smoker. That's all I am. You're not media. No. Blogging started as an opportunity for individuals to write the, the diary-style entry, but since then has been incorporated into websites, podcasts, YouTube, and other social media platforms. So in my opinion, cigar media, media uh, today of the people that are saying we are cigar media, our reviewers, hobbyists, this is their hobby, and maybe a talk show host when it comes to this. Maybe you could consider us a talk show host. Yeah. We're interviewing people once in a while yeah. and we're, 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 we're we talking. Qualify. Certainly not media. Um, so would you call Joe Rogan or Howard Stern media? Would you? And I know Howard Stern calls him the king of all media, but is he media? Is Joe Rogan media? I think in, the, in both cases, they're. In Howard Stern's case, when he's interviewing somebody, he's trying to get their story, and it's their story according to them. They lived their story, they are writing their story, or they are making an audio account of their story. So it is fact-based, and other than being a little bit of a shock jock, I think he would qualify as media. And Rogan, the same thing. I, when you watch his show, he's looking to find See, he was the, the truth. He was known as a disc jockey, and he didn't play discs. He didn't play music. Every once in a great while, but really, shock jock, jock is disc jockey, disc, meaning the record that's playing there. Uh, on the other hand, a common position among social media platforms is their resistance to being characterized as media companies. So you have these companies saying we are not media that, eh, you know, is... is Google, is Facebook a media platform? Uh, YouTube, Twitter, are they media platforms? The companies themselves say, no, we are not. And there may be reasons for that because uh, they insist on that purely that they are a technology company. Um, and well, because if they qualify themselves as media, then they have to fall, follow under the guidelines set forth by, for media. Which we don't do. Correct. Which we don't do. Um, and you can get sued on certain ways of not saying certain things that, uh, and you know, when one of us goes off the rails or something, you try to drag the other guy in not to get ourselves in trouble. Use the term allegedly. Right. Right. Um, so those technology companies consider, uh, the political, legal and political, imperfections associated with accepting or rejecting this position as far as podcasts go and that's what we are a podcast we we are here and i mentioned it earlier for google juice sure uh is why there's a video platform on this but as far as a podcast it is an rss feed 
and not a media platform at all. So that's where I'm at on that. Um, why am I saying this? And I'll get into it a little a little later on because I can't believe uh, the first half hour has already gone on this. Um, it's different than when I fought for this to be allowed in, in our industry. Things are changing, and I'm, I feel like I'm going to get, a, and I told you so, later on from some of the people that I served on the board with. Um, but right now, uh, early thoughts on the Terra Nova, Ara Perique, Bellicosa was what was smoking. A little bit of a, a smoky component to it, uh, along with like a sweet and sour duck sauce you'd get at a uh, Chinese food <coughs> restaurant. Duck sauce? Which has no duck in There's it no at all. There's no duck in it. It's oh, right. applesauce, right? Mm. Duck sauce is applesauce. Uh, isn't it applesauce and orange juice? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. So they brought the orange juice here just in case. <laughs> Are you going to make some? I could make some. So the but Brazilian Araparaca or Araparique tobacco is aged with inside of oak barrels. That's how it's, it's done. It's an age-old tradition. <laughs> you could definitely pick up on the oakiness. Hmm. And I think this would pair well with like a, a double-oaked bourbon really well. All right. This is... Terra Nova means new world. And this is um, Arnold Andre, a company out of Germany that's been making cigars for 200 years and all Europe never came to America before. Now is in the U.S. market. This will be their first trade show that they're at. And um, they made the cigar for the new world. They have Montosa, if you heard of that brand, Montosa Natural Maduro, um, that is. Uh, in Europe, been there for a while, now coming to the U.S. also. But this one is not in Europe. It's only for the New World. So we'll see how the cigar plays out. There's two versions of this, the Ara Perique, and the other one is Kentucky Fire Cured. And if that scares you away, Kentucky Fire Cured, it's a minimal amount. Yeah, it's like 10% of the yeah, blend yeah. is what it tastes like. Very it's interesting. Just, it's just enough to scratch the itch because I like I like Kentucky Fire Cured. A little bit of it. I just don't like it completely in your face all the time. Yes, yeah, I believe they call it dark fire cure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly of the bloggers, media, or whatever you want to be called, whatever they want to be called. And another event to tell you about that's on sale now, I already told you. I wrote it down, saved it for later, but that's the uh, father and son dinner. Tickets are on sale if you want that. Uh, we are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolet. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking Terra Nova, Araparique, Bellicoso today, and we're talking about cigar media. Are we cigar media? I don't think so, but we're going to continue on this subject. But we did get a stink pipe uh, message that came in. Stink pipe, yeah. This, this is interesting because we're talking about a subject, and now people could chime in live? Really? Yeah. I mean, you send the email. I'm, I'm going to only see it during the break. Okay. And we can send it to Ed to do the extra work. 
to clean it up. So yes. it's, it's raw. It's raw. It's whatever it is. So but are you ready? I'm ready because ready it's on for, the subject, right? It definitely is on right. the subject. Let's see what we can do. Oh, look at all we got to do. Okay. I saw the topic of today's show. Hold on. Let me reset that with some and more. Since Jeff and I are both journalists, I figured out. Hey, guys, it's Nick from the Cigar Pulpit. And I saw the topic of today's show was cigar media. And since Jeff and I are both journalists, I figured I would weigh in. And I just want to say for the record that the Cigar Pulpit is definitely not cigar media. We are cigar infotainment where you might learn a little bit about cigars, but you'll also hear really ignorant stories. Keep up the good work. You guys are an inspiration. Take care. All right. So, so yeah, that, infotainment, uh, consider that stolen. Yeah, it's good. You guys aren't the only ones who can steal around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they're two, they both own newspapers, separate newspapers. Right. Uh, this is Nick and Gator from Cigar Pulpit. And, they're journalists, and they write stories, and they own a newspaper. And yet they do this. They get together. They're competitive. I don't know if they're competitive in the same market or not, but they get together and do Cigar Pulpit podcast, and they talk about cigars and goof around like we do. And uh, you'll find it enjoyable if you like this show. Because My it, favorite bit that they've been doing is the – got to take this out of the cellophane, and for the next yes. uncomfortable five minutes – you hear the cellophane yeah, Gator, crinkle. It's awesome. Yeah. So um, that's interesting that they, because they're the ones that could say, no, we are journalists. And he said the opposite because he is a journalist, but when it comes to that show, he's taken off that hat and he's becoming a cigar geek or whatever you want to call it, uh, what we An do. An infotainment with, specialist. Infotainment. But specializing in talking about cigars. Correct. Um and I always liked it. I, I thought they were cheerleaders to the cigar industry, and that's what I'll, what I'll get to uh, right now. Um, I'm liking this Terra Nova. Araparique, uh is what we're smoking here, and uh, very clean-tasting cigar. Extremely clean. Uh, Good, great and, burn. The have, draw is have great. Have they gone to a strength? Yes. Because so I have a strength. I have it, and I have one, too. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to write mine down. All right. Write it down. Well, Jesus Christ. Okay. Four four point five. We're only a half off. He wrote three, and the eighty six percent of the people said between three and four. Okay, so I was correct. It's almost straight medium, but a little bit off. I like how you're trying to twist that there, Mister <laughs> Not the Media, because you said four point five, and you're outside of the eighty six percent window, if, if which you, means you're a loser. If you take the average, it comes out to three point three four, which puts us correct. But, but this is an opinion. This is an opinion of what... But when and, your and opinion, opinion is demonstrably and, wrong... And our opinions don't even line up. So that's how bad we are, that we don't have a show that... You know, there's some shows out there that they agree with each other all the time and everybody agrees. We just can't not do it. It's going to be whatever we think and that's it. We don't... When, when it comes to business and we decide we're going to do this promotion or whatever, you have to agree and you agree and you do it. But when it comes to this show... It's your opinion, and you stick to it. You're not caving in no matter what. None of us are. So, All right, let's get into this. This is uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of the bloggers, media, fanboys, and fangirls. We can't leave the girls out of it either. Whatever whatever, uh, your pronoun is. Yeah, whatever your pronoun is. 
Wow. Uh, Look at you being all woke up. Yeah. There. <laughs> so I stood up for the bloggers at the RTDA, um, which um, was an organization that later changed their name. I also stood up at the IPCPR because I was a member on the board of the RTDA. Then later I became a member of the IPCPR. Same exact organization, but it became a different organization as a board of director. And my views there on that group were very unpopular. And um, as they were unpopular, I, I was actually very surprised that I was voted back in the second time because I stood my ground through the whole thing. And um, very few aligned with me when it came to the bloggers. And I said, I know the bloggers wanted in on the trade show. They were very, very against them coming into the trade show because they said all kinds of things can go wrong. This is a trade show organization. They are not in the industry. They are not supposed to be there. I said they love it so much. They love it more than most cigar shop owners love it. And they are such fans of this thing. All that could happen is good that they're going to talk how great it is and how happy they are. Um, so it was one of the few things I actually won that they said, okay, let's do it. Let's open it up and see how it is. So first time as outsiders came into the industry. And they are, they are a part of the, they're a fringe part of the industry, but it is a, an important part of the industry being able to, how else are you going to get the word out? Rely on just the, the, the store owners to say, oh, we are carrying this new Terra Nova. Well, I mean, you can't get the guy to look up from his newspaper when you walk into a regular cigar store, quote, let alone quote unquote print media was in the process of dying. So getting the word out there was becoming more and more difficult. That's where bloggers there stepped were, in. The print media was there that cigar aficionado was there. They would host cigar breakfasts, cigar journal. They was also there. bought a booth, smoke shop magazine. I think they gave him the booth. I could be wrong, but um Cigar Dave was there. Um, there was some of these things, and that was one of the arguments of why Cigar Dave's there. Why wouldn't we be there? And listen, I was the one that ended up saying, okay. Cigar Dave would be the one that you'd say, you know what? Probably not, because he politics. doesn't talk about cigars on his oh, show. Right. He talks about yeah. politics. So some of those things were good arguments. And I like, I like him, and I yeah. generally agree with his viewpoint. But if you're going to say he's there and Coop's not. Yeah. I mean, Coop's as close as we got to a real journalist in the cigar world. There we go. So the first thing that happens is when they open the doors, and here I am there at the time, we have meetings during the trade show. So we'd meet at 7 o'clock in the morning on day two of the trade show, and then I get beat up because it was Halloween for these some of these people, right? Some there, of the, the early list of people that were allowed in a lot of them were there just for the free cigars mm. because they were going around getting samples i'll give you a review i'll write about your cigar and there was one particular blogger that made a habit every day of going in with an empty bag and leaving with a full bag created a huge nightmare for the legitimate people Yes. It wasn't Always you. one yeah. bad apple. Oh, yeah. It spoils the bunch. And, and it wasn't one bad apple because I, I was there. It wasn't all bad apples, but there were bad apples and there were good apples that were happening there. So they say at the thing, okay, next year we're going to have to weed this out. And 
They found the ones that were the problem, weeded them out, and this continued on. Uh, some would ask for free cigars, like you say, and threaten the manufacturer. And we would hear from the manufacturers and say, the guy came over and said, give me a bunch of those, <coughs> those cigars, or else I'm going to give you a bad review. Mm-hmm. And we'd hear this stuff and say, well, that can't end up happening. Talk to the guy. I mean, I was, I was in on this as this was going on. And I go, you're, you're freaking ruining it. Yeah. It, it was do one this. guy. It wasn't one. Okay. It was one that I knew of. All right. Um, so I get back on the board. You only get to stay on for three years. So cleanup has begun. I'm off the board. And the cleanup continues to go. And things got better. And problems became very minimal at that point because I get back on. And uh, then comes the change from blogger to media. Even an um, organization was formed. There was a Cigar Media Association. So originally that started on the deck of a hotel in the Dominican Republic in a conversation spurred by Jose Blanco. Okay. That we should all get together. And we came up with the idea of Cigar Blogger Association. As bloggers. But there were people in the group that took that as a dirty word, and they were adamant, we're not bloggers, we're media. It's a derogatory statement, yada, yada, yada. A year later, they formed Cigar Media Association. I was no longer blogging, so That's I wasn't That's when it happened. All right. Okay. Uh, I was invited into it, hmm. and there was a special Facebook group or something. Yep, it where- still exists. It still does. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had an awards thing mm-hmm. where they would give each other awards. You're the best one and all the stuff like this. And, uh, where I was running an operation and wasn't a guy on there chatting along with mm-hmm. them and stuff. I certainly didn't win any awards. Or- no, in a way I understood it. It was only the people that were like the president, vice president, treasurer voting. Okay. <laughs> and they were voting for Future. the president, the vice president and the treasurer it became, you know, it's more about us than all of you. Okay. At least that's the way I looked at it as an outsider that was never on the board. Okay. Um, later came their shows, like our shows, and what they would do is interview each other. So here it is. A. It sounds like I'm, t- I'm talking bad, but somebody who's doing a, a, their blog and – they're talking about each other and not the industry. And I'm like, okay, this is going off the rails Became here. Became self-promotion. Yes, uh, to each other. And somewhat clicky, to very, be honest very with clicky. you. Um, and uh, again, not media in my opinion at all. And uh, more like a chat amongst users, which is nothing wrong with that. That's how I picked it at is mm-hmm. these are the ultimate fans of it, and they're cheerleaders for our industry, and it's good, and still watching it from afar, mm-hmm. do, doing my show, but staying away from what, what they're doing and say, okay, they're doing it. Now, most recently, it really starts going into the wrong direction, in my opinion. Uh, media becoming critics. Now, critic is another thing also that critic is criticizing. So it's turning into the bulk of it is not being a fanboying saying, this is great, cigars are great, isn't this great, is, isn't this bad, how horrible is this, this organization is terrible. Um, criticizing is the bulk of what 
has become, and, and that's not good. We get enough criticism from the politicians and the um, FDA. FDA, the health yep. and all the stuff, where amongst us, if you want to say, okay, you're in, you're Cigar Media, you're part of the, um, the business now, you're, you're in the organization, you have become criticized and actually bad. And I say this because a manufacturer is can't say this to you because now they're afraid you're going to criticize them if, if they criticize you. But because I'm so deeply entrenched in this industry and I know these people so well, I just came back from the Dominican Republic. There was a lot of talk of this sure. even there. And Dave, Jesus, what the hell's with this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy? And I just listened to it and tr try to close my mouth and just listen to what they're saying. They're not liking it, but they can't say anything about it. Because of fear of retribution. Right. So um, they are criticizing branding, mm -hmm. how, how people are branding their products. Not only how does it taste and they think it's good or bad or whatever, but dealing with the packaging, asking for self-regulation, asking them to, to regulate themselves promising that they're going to write bad about them if an organization doesn't do a certain thing. Now it's threatening, threatening these, these things. Um, I see uh, the industry um, open the door to them, and now some of these people are turning against the people in the industry, and it's not good. We need you as cheerleaders for the industry, not the other way around. This is not everybody, uh, but it's happening, and what ends up happening is some of it gets regurgitated. Gets One person ends up going a certain direction. Another person jumps on that person that wrote something bad. The next thing you know, it's five or six of them that do it, and then they start doing it over and over and over, week after week after week, and I'm like, after the first week, I go, all right, it'll go away, and it's going to be and pounding it and pounding it and pounding it. It's ugly. When, when it's, was the last time that you bitched and moaned something into a better place? It's not, it's not possible. Some of these things should be said. If they have that opinion and they have a close enough relationship with somebody that they want to do it, you have those conversations with them. You don't actually put them out for the whole world to, uh, what do they say, wash your dirty laundry or whatever. You know, that's what seems to be going. They're, they're putting out the dirty laundry for everybody to see, and then everybody starts talking about it. Other retailers are talking about it, and manufacturers are talking about it. And maybe to your face, they're talking nicely about it, but behind your back, they're not talking nicely about it. Having lived in Miami and worked for a manufacturer, I could tell you that happened a lot. Yeah. So um, I'm one of them. If you want to call us Cigar Media or whatever the term is going to be on there, uh, I don't think it's accurate, but whatever it is, I'm okay. Um, but... We have to be careful slinging arrows within our own group, mm -hmm. and I hate—I hate to bring it up because I'm slinging arrows with with my own group. <laughs> I'm I'm doing that exactly right now, but I have you're to. You're not naming. You're not naming names. You're, I'm doing you're keeping it to it stop vague. it. I'm doing it so that maybe somebody hears it instead of taking the opposition immediately, taking the opposition to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, and maybe lay off and say, you know, he may have something there because I do have something there and other people aren't willing to take the shot that's about to come because 
it's going to end up hurting their overall business. This is people's livelihoods. This is their business where they, you know, they may have a hundred different families living off their business that's happening in here, and you just sling it off like it's nothing, and you love this industry. At the end of this thing, somebody's going to fall, and you're going to be the reason for it falling. I remember with the power of Cigar Aficionado that would give somebody a 60 rating, you know, something really terrible, and bury the freaking company. Bury it. Uh, on Not online, but catalog companies used to bury cigar brands, talk about how bad it is, and bury a cigar brand. That's not what we're here for is to bury it. It's rising tides raise all ships. Let's bring us all better is what the idea I thought that the media was going to... Yeah, out was- loud you want to say what it is that you like, and behind closed doors you have those uncomfortable conversations, man to man, woman to woman. You've heard me say it to our staff that's here. We, we took on a new brand, and then I'll immediately start hearing somebody smoke and say, you know, I don't like it. It's too this, this, and I go, what do you like about this cigar? And all of a sudden it gets quiet, and I say, I want to hear what you like about it. Well, it's burning good. It's this, this, this. I mean, we're talking about a cigar. We've gone through many cigars in 12 years. Yeah. Not every one that we, we, we loved. But what we're trying to do is say what we like about the cigar. And find, to, a, find a person that would, also, that would yes. also like those things. The cigar media is, uh, is asking to take away some First Amendment rights and self-regulate. That's not for us internally to do the last thing we want to do is take away the rights we have the right to smoke cigars they someday they're going to take away that right i mean you're going to set us up for what the next thing is going to be um who are they to ask anything of the cigar industry it's actually none of their business because they're not in the business of making the cigar we have to find our way of you don't encroach into somebody else's business uh, to hurt them because you're not in the business of that. Cigar media highlights issues in the cigar industry openly that uh, will pose negative as exhibits to the FDA battles. So some of these things that they're saying becomes an exhibit for the FDA to use against them. That they bring wrote in a, these things. I wrote a small op-ed about that that we can get into in the next hour. All right. Um, cigar media highlights issues not openly. Uh, these discussions belong face-to-face or behind closed doors. Uh, sometimes it's hard to see uh, whose side the cigar media is on lately. Um, do they mean to start trouble? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's, um, I can't think of a better word than ignorance, ignorance uh, that I didn't realize that, that was going to happen. And hopefully this shines some light on it and says, oh, I didn't realize that this, this is what was going to go on. Um, First Amendment is freedom of speech. You are a blogger. You have the freedom of speech to say what you want and write whatever you want, and I won't take that away from you either. Write whatever you want to say, say whatever you want to say, but understand the circumstances that ends up happening by that position that you may say that somebody putting something on a package is not good for the industry. You saying it is not good for the industry also, right? Correct. So... um, the right for a manufacturer to advertise and promote their products is a First Amendment right for them also. Uh, it's hard to believe that, quote, cigar media asks people not to have those freedoms. You have to allow those freedoms to happen there also. So roll over, give up, and stop fighting. The FDA is watching. No. No way 
should our industry roll over and stop and stop Not fighting even for one second? Uh, FDA already controls cigars one hundred percent. So if you say if we do this, the FDA uh, is going to come in. The FDA is here. They've been here for years now. They actually control the cigar industry. I'm a fighter. I'm I'm a guy that is going to fight no matter what they come up against. Uh, apparently, the cigar media says. No, let's not do it, and let's not fight for our right to do it. No, they want to play the role of France. Yeah. Um, There is no question that this is going to happen. Plain packaging, et cetera, accept it. I've heard it being said. No, it is not going to happen, and we're going to fight for it not to happen, and I'm not rolling over because it's apparently going to happen someday. No way. It's not, and we're going to fight for that not to happen. Uh, I've beat beaten the battle so many times in one i've been told you can't win this battle i fight anyway and i do beat it i've been in this business 37 years they told me forget about it 37 years ago and here it is 2022 oh forget about it no not it's forget just a about new it. group of people that don't want to put in the work and telling and they, you and they don't have to but don't make the other people not yeah, fight. don't make it harder give up and stop carrying flavored cigars give up and stop carrying what cigar media says is bad no this, don't this, don't don't tell a, a retailer what not to carry. Don't tell a manufacturer not to make something. We're pushing a boulder up a hill, and there's three positions you can take. You can help push the boulder up the hill. You can help push the boulder down the hill whilst the rest of us are trying to push it up. Yeah. Or you can stand off by the side. At say the very nothing, least, say nothing. Stand off by the side, or jump in and help push. Don't make it harder. Right. And, and you have to think before you write. And you I have know, to think, is I, this going to help? Yes. Is it going to do nothing it's, or is it going to hurt? Yes. And if it's hurt, don't write it. If it's do nothing, okay, write and, it, I guess. And I know some of these guys are very, very passionate and do love the cigar. All of them love the cigar industry. Absolutely. Why the hell would they do it? They're, they're making virtually nothing. They're doing it out of the love, and I, and I appreciate them and love them for it. But sometimes you're hurting. And you know the person well enough, make the phone call, talk to them direct, say, say what you got to say. To say it out there in the open for the opposition to hear it. It's a chicken shit move is what it is. Well. You don't have the balls to go and have a conversation with someone behind closed doors. You shouldn't be writing about it. All right. So right now, let's get to it is time to ask the Don, and that's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. <laughs> Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jeff writes, with respect to pacing myself, Hello, experts. I'm new to all of this, but at my age, I'm able to afford and try a broad spectrum of cigars. Thank you for your reviews and Saturday discussions. My question is, how many cigars are too many in a day? I've enjoyed as many as three in an evening. Not rushing, but it feels a little hoggish. P.S. Dang you, Dave, for your buy one, get two free deal. P.P.S. I enjoy Mr. J's visits to my other favorite podcast, The Barbecue Central Show. Signed, Jeff from West Central Minnesota, which I'm going to be on The Barbecue Central Show this coming Tuesday 
at uh, 9.14. This is your third time. It's my third time. Third time the charm. Yep. Jonathan, will you be on as media? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff put on there that you won't even eat certain barbecues. You won't eat any of it. Well, I'm not, sugar I'm, on the I'm barbecue not going, sauce. I'm not going on to eat barbecue. I'm going on to discuss cigars that you may smoke while you're making barbecue because hours go by but when you put a brisket on. A lot of hours, a lot of cigars. Um, smoke as many as you enjoy in any day. Smoke what you can afford. Boy, did I smoke a lot of cigars I didn't reach the past few days. You yeah. get, you, your mouth will tell you when you've reached your limit. It starts to burn a little bit. It, it's uncomfortable. That's when you stop. If it doesn't happen at three and you got time it's your, to it's smoke your, a fourth, smoke a fourth. There's alcohol, there is a limit to alcohol because you're going to get drunk you pass and out. pass out yeah. and all that. When it comes to cigars, there is no limit. Ah, it's May 14th, and I have smoked 481 cigars this year so far. You're keeping track. Keeping track. It's May. You're going to hit 1,000, right? Oh, easy. Not easy. It's May, and you're at 400. Yeah, so I, I got I got 17 days to smoke 19 more cigars to get halfway there. Okay. You're going to be right there at 1,000-ish. The cold weather less, nicer weather, you're going to go more? No, but no? there might be a move in my future that will hinder it. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. That's going to slow you, slow you the hell down. Uh, all right. Time has passed because that was a, a passionate subject, but let's squeeze it in. Let's get to the peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. A 19-year-old Florida man was taken to a Miami hospital after reportedly getting a large battery stuck in his anus. The man claimed that he thought the battery might give him an energy boost to get him through the rest rest of his workday. This is the people out there, Dave, looking for a job. Yes. (laughs) Just got a question. Does this count as an Energizer Bunny cosplay? And that's, so that's not what, only insane, it's asylum. That's what he said to the nurse, but he was a sick bastard, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I didn't mean see, to sit on the gerbil. I don't You're see right. anything wrong with that. No, no. Uh, the after show is a show we put out on Wednesday, and we, we record it uh, immediately following the show. This week we will talk about, is it time to diversify and focus in the cigar industry? Diversification. Is it time to diversify or is it time to just focus on one thing, mm-hmm. one way or the other? Um, I see the economy is, is tanking, things are changing, and it's time to uh, look at something like that. So we'll talk about that on the after show. Here right now, final thoughts here on Terra Nova, Ara Parikh. Bellicoso, you guys are a lot further down than oh, Barry. You're right with me. Jonathan was chugging along on this. It's uh, it hasn't lost its sweet and sour kind of bouncing back and forth. It's really very pleasant. The draw has been exceptional, and the burn too. Well done. Yeah, burn has been great. You ask for trouble on I the got, torpedo. I get the sweet deal. and sour on the finish. It's very oaky on the front end. It's a really good cigar. And Ed Sullivan stayed with us, Something so he that improves I'm, because we can just look over the side. If he switched he up, yeah. like, we don't have. I, I don't go to him at that point, but he, I, I got a spare right here. Typically, uh, okay. with with a 
Ecuador and Connecticut, you get a little bit of a bitter component, and I'm not getting the bitterness. Mm -hmm. So that Araparique must be balancing that out in some way. Yeah. I'm going to say there's more Araparique in this blend than there is Dark Fire cured in the Dark Fire sure. version, yeah. percentage-wise. Yeah, yeah. Well-balanced. Well, okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, my final thoughts on cigar media and are we in need for this industry? Uh, we love so much to have media discussing this or uh, whatever it is. Um, we'll get to that and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, 
roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. Are we cigar media? If so, what can we do to be united, to unite our industry going forward and not going backwards? Welcome back, everybody. Time to light up the second cigar. I still got half of the Terra Nova left. I'll save that for the after show because we have a short cigar here. The, we, that Terra Nova didn't go out on you, right? No. Early on, Early. but it's still lit now, yes. Yeah, we well, did a lot of talking. There. I did. I did. Trying to say you did too much talking? I'm not saying that. Okay. All right. It's time to get our yayas out. Today's second cigar is the Yaya Bagua, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic. Yaya Bagua? That's what it said on that card. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yaya Bagua. Yeah, B-A-G-U-A. Okay. Went right off that uh, little promo All card. Right. Who, who, who named these cigars? I don't have a lot of information. James. It sounds like it. Yeah. It does. Uh, it's going to be available at, in three sizes, uh, 6 by 54 a 7 by 50 and a 6 by 60 But yet what we're smoking is none of those. <laughs> it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over a Cuban seed Dominican binder and Dominican fillers consisting of Lajero, Olor, and Seiko. Don't have pricing yet, but when they're available, they will be at twoguyscigars.com. So if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, be sure to try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Ed Sullivan, i got to hand it to you. The comedic timing on that drop was... It was good, wasn't it? Spot on. It sounded like James did the naming. Yeah. So I got these in the DR, and I said the same thing, that I had had this before, and... Um, here was the size, and this size, I believe, is going to be at the PCA as they introduce the cigar. Mm. This might be something they give them or, or something. I don't know if it's PCA the, exclusive. Ta- the taster mm. or the exclusive one. I, again, I, I don't know a lot about it. I know I like the cigar. I know I said I'll definitely order it. Um, what is it, four, four and a half by 54, it feels like? Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd say four. 54 is pretty accurate. Yeah. All right, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I had um, the uh, folks from Perdomo uh, visit this mm. week, and we were talking about that a long time ago, uh, which was... Uh, 2007, when the economy was tanking, S-Chip had come in, and that's when they ended up doing this move. And I was saying to them, it looks like this is where we are right now with the economy and everything. Uh, if you can uh, look at the timing of what, what that is, uh, I said, I think we're right there again and just trying to get them to lower their price. And yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know if it – I got a tasty <laughs> note on this cold draw. You ever go into like a, a bodega on a hot summer day and you buy a Hershey chocolate bar that's a little bit melted? You open it up, you get that waft of uh, chocolate. That's what the cold jar tastes like. It's Sullivan shaking his head up and down. That's his maiden name. That is his maiden name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to light our chocolatey I haven't smoked this size. So this is just a little, from the... A little bit of spice on the lips, probably yeah. from the Habano, right? Yeah. Go ahead. What do you got? <coughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo featuring single action. Two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you got a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Drone by Vertigo. And again... In the DR, you know, I sneak my vertigos oh, yeah. uh, on the plane. And you leave and them, right? I do. I leave them. Not because I couldn't take them back, right. because I, I got them there. I certainly can take them back. But I am the king of the DR with my jet lighters. They're using their Bic lighters and stuff, and I get the jets, and I leave them at the end, and uh, I make friends. So you're like some kind of god <laughs> giving them the gift of fire. Fire. <laughs> Yeah, it's always an issue. Uh, cutters and lighters. Cutters shouldn't... A lot of them just pick the end of the cigar and stuff. Mm. I want a cutter. I want a lighter. I want a jet lighter. So I bring it with me. You want the full experience. And then leave it. And then when I come back, I hope it's there, but it's not. I don't know whatever happens. Uh, like a me. big old jet lighter? Big old jet lighter? When big old jet plane? What? Where are you going with that? Steve Miller. Steve Miller? And you could make a song, Big Old Jet yeah, Lighter. Yeah, Big Old Jet Lighter. Okay. All right. Uh, little, little, like a, almost a nub. Mm. Yeah, it's nub-like. Nub-like. Um, it's the opposite of the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary <laughs> cigar um, that I want to let you know. You're only allowed to mention this one time per show, not two times. So this is your last double dip. I'm double dipping because I didn't say how much they are, but uh, <laughs> I, I may have to go to buy a box, get three boxes free or something <laughs> on this. They're not moving, and I hate to be right because it's costly to be right, but I am right that even people in the DR were saying the Lanceros aren't going, huh? And I, so you recommend I don't do the Lancero size on this one? I go, do whatever the hell you want, but I'm telling you, they don't sell. The Cigar Authority's first and only limited release to celebrate our 12-year anniversary of broadcasting the Cigar Authority. It was released uh, on April 2nd 
for the 12-year anniversary party. And one size, Lancero, measuring 7 inches by 38 ring gauge, sold by the single or three different color boxes of only 12. So I was getting cute there to made a box of 12 because typically they come in boxes of 50 and they stick around. But box of 12, we can move a box of 12 out. The guy's going to come in and say, yeah, give me three or four of them. Maybe he'll buy a whole box and they'll fly. Wrong. There were only 300 boxes made in total, 100 of each color. We quickly sold 100 boxes of mm-hmm. our, our super fans, I'll call them. And um, now they trickle. Every you sell a box this week. Is, yeah, we, we're still selling a, a, a small amount weekly. <laughs> yeah. Um, price is twelve dollars per single. If you want to try it before you buy it, a box of twelve is one hundred twelve dollars. That takes that twelve dollars cigar down to nine thirty three. You can double up and get two boxes for one hundred ninety nine dollars, which will get it down to eight thirty three a piece, and you'll get free shipping on top of that. For your entire order, and you can get all three, which will give you one of each color box, and that will take it down to seven twenty-two for thirty-six cigars. It's only thirty-six cigars, still less than the box of fifty that you would have bought. Free shipping on top of that on for just seven twenty-two. And uh, folks, I'm going to keep talking about it every week. You want to stop it? Just buy them all, and we'll just end this misery. They, they should hurry before they're gone. Hurry right? before they're gone. I think at, at current rate, it, they'll be gone in a couple of years. A couple of years, they're gone. Yeah, just right. in time for the two guys smoke shop fifteenth anniversary. <laughs> right, Petite Lancero. If I made it in the size that we're smoking now, whatever size this is, they would have been long gone. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I see somebody in the chat box on YouTube. He hates Lanceros. I hate that they don't sell. I think the draw was good. The cigar tasted oh, fine. Oh, it's great. That. Cigar. We've had people rebuy them that smoked them, thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that being said, let's get back to this ugly subject. Um, we need to be united. And I asked the media, whatever else you want to be called out there, um, what uh, to promote the cigar smoking lifestyle. That's what was asked of you being brought on to into the trade show is we had hoped to promote the cigar smoking lifestyle stand up for our rights and be a positive voice for the cigar industry how simple right promote the lifestyle stand up for our rights and be a positive voice for the cigar industry too much negative going on not just in the cigar industry there's too much negative going on in the world in in the united states going on right here i think it's out of control and let's start being a little more positive united we stand divided we fall divide and conquer is what the opposition is hoping that happens in every single aspect of it including in the cigar industry and that is to be what is happening right now so the opposition is saying it's working They're trying to divide us. It's happening, so please stop. So in closing on this subject, give up and roll over. Never, never give up and roll over. The reason this industry is not Australia, New Zealand, and Canada, and that's what I hear people saying, it happened there, it happened here. The reason why it has not happened in the United States is because people who share my belief always fight back, never give up, Don't give up on your rights and stand and be united. That is what we have been doing, and that's what we continue. And that is what the PCA is all about. Cigar Rights of America is all about. It's standing up 
for us. Is there little things that happen within the industry with these organizations? Sure there is. They do not bring it to the forefront. They talk be, be, behind closed doors of whatever they're dis disagreeing on. If we give in and self-regulate ourselves, will the FDA and the government back down? No. no. Highly unlikely. They will not. So it's not like, okay, give them this, yeah. and then they're going to stop doing it. They're going to come at you harder because we're weakened. We've weakened ourselves, so never give in. In the 1990s, some cigar manufacturers self-regulated themselves. I don't know if the people out there know that, but this has happened in the 1990s. And they put warnings on their boxes that weren't asked for. And they tried to get everybody to do it, and there was a handful of manufacturers that agreed to it. These untrue, unfair warning labels still are on the boxes today. You see them on the shelves in the cigar store. Some people that agreed to it included Swisher, now Drew Estates, mm -hmm. General Cigar, Altadas, and Middletons. So you can see who those people are, right? Um, see the boxes. These people are the people that gave in and self-regulated. And this was... And then 25 they up, years ago. But they end up pushing on the other side and taking the opposition's platform, trying to make it so that everybody has to do it. Right. But they didn't. They did it, and other people didn't. And you wonder why they didn't fight. Because they believed if they did this, that the government would stop. But we saw that the government never stopped. They came forward and stronger than ever. They also agreed, these companies, is not to promote their cigars in movies and TV shows. Others disagreed and said, no, I'm not going to agree to anything. If, if the government ends up saying to me, I can't do it, I won't do it. I'll abide by the, by the law. But I'm not going to self-regulate myself. Everyone uh, else disagreed and fought back. That was 30 years ago. Hmm. And we're still standing, the, the ones that did not self-regulate. So I don't believe in that self-regulation. You want to be good to the industry and not do and talk to a manufacturer. Talk to them. You know, this is not good. It doesn't look good. But to bring it forward to end up doing this is putting all eyes on it and turning people within our own industry on each other. And that's what's happening right now. So before the trade show even happens, please stop now and let's stay united and let's try to better the cigar industry and not hurt it. So, so I didn't want to I didn't want to lose any of my points cuz I have I have thoughts on this and I wrote them down just four quick paragraphs yep. here. So the FDA recently tucked a piece of legislation into the 1.5 trillion dollar budget granting them jurisdiction over synthetic nicotine. How did they find out about it? If the FDA wants to know what's going on in the electronic nicotine delivery system, world, all they have to do is pick up one of the many trade publications to see what's coming out that's new and potentially not covered by their current jurisdiction. Could it be that these publications are becoming the FDA's playbook and map for the future? What about in the cigar industry? Could the next 10 years suck all of the innovation out of the cigar industry in the same way ENDS, electronic nicotine delivery system, are losing their edge? Will we be stifled by people exercising their First Amendment rights instead of exercising common sense? Is the attention that innovation receives from bloggers positive or negative? If it sells out, it's positive. If your innovation gets flagged by the FDA, it's devastating. If a blogger's article hurts someone in this small cottage industry, aren't they inadvertently destroying a very piece of the very industry that they draw their income from? Aren't low scores, hit pieces, vendettas, copycatting, 
and naming names, all ways of killing the goose that laid the golden egg. Too many of those, and you're out of a job, and the country is out of cigars. Should they, instead of hiding behind the keyboard and writing about what makes them unhappy in the cigar industry, just reach out to the person that they have an issue with and talk man to man. If we stay divided, we will fall, and the FDA will win. Be the change you want to see in the cigar industry. Be the rising tide that raises the ships around you. Lead by example. You can't complain the world into being a better place. Amen. What do you got, Barry? And uh, just to put the argument whether bloggers are media or not, according to an appeals court, they say blogs are not only media, that they're an important source of news and commentary based upon a 2014 ruling. And it would be nice if the debate over whether bloggers are journalists just, just be put to rest. The decision says the advent of the internet as a medium and the emergence of the blog as a means of free distribution of news and public comment have been transformative. The impact of blogs has been so great that even terms traditionally well-defined and understood in journalism are changing as journalists increasingly employ the tools and techniques of bloggers and vice versa. Journalism is what you do, not what you are. The term blog typically refers to a site operated by a single individual, and according to the decision, it appears clear that many blogs and bloggers will fall within the broad reach of media, and if accused of defamatory statements, will qualify as a media defendant. That's a problem. The so maybe you don't want to be. <laughs> the essential point, whether which the appellate court agreed with, is that a journalist is not something you are, but rather something you do. Be careful what you wish for, because <laughs> now, then you've got issues that are there. So if there's a better term... Maybe you want to look for the better term or whatever it is. I'm going to say the Cigar Authority is not media. Um, you know, I go to the trade show as either an exhibitor or as a retailer. I have never gone as media, um, although I do cover the show and get the information and do a show from there and report back and, you know, all the different things that has happened over there and stuff. But... That's me and you're you, and you do do it whichever way you want. I, I got to say what I wanted to say, so amen to that. Right now, it is the poll question of the week. And each week, you can head over to thecigarauthority.com to cast your vote. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week, we asked our listeners, are the majority of your cigar purchases boxes or singles? And it was closer to a 50-50 split than All I expected. 51% right. purchase singles, 49% go by the box or bundle. Okay. Because a lot of people like to have a mixture of it, but you see there's always a savings on the box. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Well, if you buy a box and you get a few singles to try, doesn't that kind of make you both? Yeah. It yeah, but majority. So if you spend $2,000 a year, are you spending... One thousand and one so, yeah, on boxes, yeah, so the majority up. becomes the boxes. You see a lot of that. The, the guy that buys the box, I, I'm, I'm Rick Homewood, for instance, that comes in. He, he buys a box, and then he gets a few singles it, or yeah, something nice. He nicer. does it all the time. He's been a customer for thirty years. We see, see the same thing. I wonder if I was a consumer. I bet you that's what I would be. I would say, "Well, let me get a box of these today, and I want to try that. I want to try, especially you know, I go into somebody else's store. I buy a whole bunch of single cigars." I think he looks a, at it. A box. I think he looks at it like he's going to treat himself. You know, th these are his staple cigars. He smokes twenty of those a week, and then all right, 
you know, when it's really time to sit back and relax because and his, smoke one his of these. Because his single he buys is the higher price single yeah. all the time. Okay, yeah. interesting. I, I like to look, look at that of uh, how, how some people act. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to see how some people act. I have the long-awaited interview. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but I've been waiting for this interview uh, since the show started. I finally got it, and uh, we're going to play that interview next week. I look it's forward huge. to it. It's huge. To me, it's huge. Um, the following week, May 28th, is the Cigar Authority Trivia. We did this a year ago, and we asked trivia questions of our live studio audience. Mm. Hopefully, we will have one. Again, mm. it's going to be up to... The weather. The weather? Yeah, if we have... Nobody's here today. It's 90 degrees. No, out. no. Oh. O- online. We- ah, up to YouTube. I see what you're YouTube. Because if we're not on YouTube next week, the following week, May 28th, how can people chat with us? There's a chat on the cigarauthority.com. Yeah, Odyssey have a live chat now. Rumble? No. No? Oh, oh, yeah, we might be up Shit's Creek. Really? Yeah. Because this was planned a long time ago. Yeah. This is the date, so we got to hang on for a couple more weeks, <laughs> whatever we got to do. There's no other way. Uh, the- just the cigarauthority.com chat room. Which gets its feed from what? Uh, it has YouTube there, but the fee- the chat room is totally separate. It's a piece of software. But they would be listening? Yes. No, they can't listen live. Uh, we could always do a Podbean live broadcast, can't we? Never done one Never done live. Yeah, we might be screwed. Wow. Yeah. We, got, we well, need plan B. Barry, why can't I watch it on the Facebook and open the chat? That's true, too. You can go to Facebook as well. You can go to Facebook. Yeah, I don't share it on Facebook because I get shadow banned. But yeah. can you chat on Facebook? Yes, and give the answer. You can give the answer in the in the comment right. section. Well, you'll have a great chance to win prizes. <laughs> I would say because they shadow ban us, meaning they don't put us on the feed. Mm-hmm. You actually have to go to the cigarauthority.com yeah. on Facebook to be able to now, find it. Right, Barry. If mm-hmm. we run into trouble, can we have you post something on the cigarauthority.com? Oh yeah, com? yeah. So- we'll have. Directions on the cigarauthority.com. That's the place to go if yep. we run into issues. Okay, so right now, cigarauthority.com is the place to go. Mm-hmm. If you run into a problem with YouTube and you're wondering what we're up to, go over there. I can't believe we won't. I'll be <laughs> shocked if we don't. I'll be shocked. Uh, okay, early thoughts here on Yaya. Very little. little have, it's a slow burn. It's very slow burning. Uh, exceptional draw. Great burn line. A little bit of a, a nutty component, like a like a dry roasted hazelnut kind of. Uh, I get a little flavor. marzipan as well. Yeah. So these are aging in the DR. They're not out until July, August, mm-hmm. or something when they when they're going to come out. But um, it doesn't taste young to me no, either. No, it's good. So there's some there's, I'd say there's some aging left to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think another six weeks will be helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see see what happens there. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we have three letters to read and a prize to give away. Uh, we are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. 
This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority and the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking Yaya from the Dominican Republic. It will be introduced at the PCA trade show coming up in July. Uh, looking forward to the trade show, I think, unless uh, some of the stuff I said, I'm going to be the guy with the uh, big bullet on on the back of my uh, jacket. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Barry? Push back on this or... Have I made the final statement on this, and, and it just lies there and nice? It's not going to lie there. I think you know that as well as I do, but I think you opened up the, the debate for it to end, and it should end. Uh, but I think it created the groundwork for a good behind-the-scenes discussion. I think right now I'm the only one taking the side. Mm-hmm. Uh out there in the open. There's a lot of common sense in what you say. Yeah. Hopefully common sense prevails. Well, and... Uh, I think the thing is, uh, it's behavior that you have a problem with, not necessarily what you're calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't want to get too mixed up in the, is it media, is it, well, it's the behavior that's really the root of the problem. Yeah. Listen, I have a problem with media, real media. (laughs) Right. You know, I put their behavior. I I try to put the news on to hear the news, and it's not news either, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It's hard to know where to go to find news. news. Right. And and Jonathan had said earlier that if you think this is Walter Cronkite or was yeah you? Walter Cronkite you wouldn't yeah. know who he voted for which Jonathan right, said right because it was just the facts right now it's opinion um, Dave on a positive note Alex M says his wife is so happy the old Jose commercial is back and she was singing it oh, singing along with I want right. a mashup mix of the two combined. oh let's do Ooh. a mashup let's, <laughs> if somebody can pull that off Ed Sullivan. He, I, I always remember what he did with that Winston Churchill because <laughs> there was no were there and it didn't happen. It did never happen. He didn't say any of that, which scares you. You can make somebody say anything you want if you could pull that off. Mm-hmm. So that definitely disqualifies me as media, right? Right, <laughs> manipulating. All right, uh, all right. Let's get the, let's give some prizes away. All right, this week's best email of the week is brought to you by Romeo and Julieta. And this week's prize is a baseball cap, a set of matches. A butterfly cutter, a tumbler, and a backpack. And if you're looking at the picture, I believe the backpack to be bigger than the tumbler. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And I don't think Ooh. that the cutter is quite half the size yes. of the tumbler. So Or the hat. Objects yeah. in real life may be a different size than what they're but portrayed on the slide. When you say butterfly cutter, I can cut butterflies with it? Sure. It's absolutely the best thing to use that cutter for, right. other than Perfect. cigars. You can remove their wings and turn them into caterpillars. The <laughs> <laughs> following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. And Tom writes, Dave, don't yes. be a sore loser. Ooh. This is for all of you, not y'all. I'm not from Texas, but I do love it there. But mostly Dave. Hmm. Don't be a sore loser about the draft. First, you didn't understand how to do a draft. So to That's think you would the point, the winning group while learning how to draft just makes no sense. Second, over the past few years, I've been listening and you've talked about how TCA listeners smoke a more full-bodied cigar as opposed to what you see in the shop. You ran a contest for people that listened to the show and you didn't even listen to your own advice. Third and last, Barry can pull all of the data analytics on how the site was reached. I believe he said 80 plus percent of the orders came from people going directly to the two guys' website. You can't deny that. Plus, no one wants an extra clock of going um, an extra click of going to the TCA website 
then going to the two guys site. We it's want too it. much work. We want it. <laughs> we also have been trained by Barry's Reads every week. At, that's the number two guys cigars dot com. It is. I literally hear his voice while I'm typing it into the browser. <laughs> To wrap up, because I know how much Mr. J loves a long email, I think the results were dead on. Barry and Ed had the best two packs. Barry with the edge, probably because of the Byron pick. Uh, then followed by Mr. J and then Dave. Overall, I thought it was a great idea and can't wait for it to be done again. Just remember, Dave, don't play it safe and go with the guys in the store are buying. It's not what the guys in the store are buying. Uh, I'm sorry. Ah. P.S. Hopefully... You were notified not to ask for a glory hole in the DR. Also, <laughs> do you know where I can get my hands on some Lanceros? That's Tom. Let's put that All right, Tom, there. that was funny. <laughs> I got uh, it. By ginger the way, snaps, by the way. Ginger snaps. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I actually, early on, and, and I'm, I'm at a point now where I can see the ginger snaps is that extra spice, but I was getting honey wheat bread with the buttery split top. Ginger snaps, you know, you could go either way on that. The spice is what's throwing me back toward the gingery snappiness. I like a ginger snap. Don't have them very often, and I want ginger snaps now as I... They taste different. I got, by yeah. the way, this been week, a long time. I got close to 40 emails. Like, people just came huh. out of the woodwork. I had to pick three. I did the best I could. So if you didn't get yours picked, the odds were not in your favor this week. Back in the day, the uh, cookies used animal fat. Now they use vegetable sugar. Uh, so they're poisonous. Uh, Aaron oh, writes God. through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Is Dave a closet stoner? Uh, <laughs> yes, this is my second email. I apologize for spamming, but I was shopping on two guys when the idea hit me. My case that Dave is a closet stoner. First, he loves snacks. Mm. I've been told that the devil's lettuce increases hunger. Coincidence? I think not. He said multiple times on the show that he's never smoked Mary Jane. Those who deny it the most are often the most guilty. See closeted gay pastors running homosexual conversion camps. Uh, the two guys logo. It's filled with clues. Are those cigars they're smoking or hand rolled blunts? No one knows for sure. The two guys logo have D and J on their shirts. D for doobie, J for joint. Seems unlikely to mean anything else. Wow. This guy went deep. They're wearing sunglasses. Oh, Everyone yeah. knows you wear sunglasses to block your bloodshot eyes. Have you seen Snoop Dogg without sunglasses? Of course not. Huh. Uh, look at their lean. These are clearly two gentlemen higher than a blimp. They're so baked, they can't even stand up straight. Thus, I rest my case in jest. Aaron. Mm. So a lot of good points in there. Yeah, kind of have the Jay and Silent Bob vibe going on. Two strong emails. No, but I think this next one's the it's winner. It's true. Dave and I have been discussing a field trip to a dispensary, just because he wants to check the retail aspects. Yes, of it. I want to see one. Yeah. But no, I never ever. You want to get some now, bedtime bedding? I would say you probably would never smoke a joint because you don't want to inhale anything. But eat a gummy bear. I, do, I don't want to get hungry. <laughs> I've been trying my whole life to be the opposite of that. I can't stop thinking of ginger snaps because I smoke a cigar that has ginger snaps. There, there I don't need anything to make my appetite get stronger. There are strains out there that don't increase the munchies. Hmm. I don't need it. I don't need. I don't need <laughs> to. According to Aaron, you already are there. I don't need and to he's, be stoned. He's making a compelling case. Yeah. Uh, this is another email about you, Dave. Uh, wow. So what, Josh? Lately, it's been a lot of on me. Yeah. It's completely 
over the years, it used to be so much about you. Oh, shitting all over me for years. And, and then a couple now thrown it's been at Barry. a lot at me, well, and I don't like it. Bear in mind, <laughs> he's the one selecting the emails. Yeah, he That's got 40 true. of them. 37 didn't make the cut. Oh. Following message was submitted through the Contact <laughs> Us page oh. of thecigarauthority.com, and Joshua writes, Dave wants me dead. Oh, wow. Hello, Cigar Authorities. I'm writing again this week because I'm pretty sure that Dave wants me dead. Dead as a doornail. Dead as Mr. J's marriage. See, that's a freaking low blow. <laughs> How else can you explain the amazing deal he offered last week on Hammer and Sickle Cigars? Dave knows that as soon as those six boxes come rolling off the truck and up to my front door, my days on this earth will abruptly end. I don't know how to explain this amazing deal to my wife. If I say I was buying one and getting two free, I'll get an eye roll and probably the end of some blunt, blunt object to my head. Because we all know that buy one, get two free doesn't really exist Correct. unless it's part of the asylum segment. It does sadden me to see this storied brand come to an unfortunate end over a war they were not even part of. Hashtag burn the band is a unique way to show our support for Hammer and Sickle. And thanks to Dave's generosity, we will be able to keep smoking these excellent cigars for a while to come. If Dave decides to revive the brand in the future, maybe... Hashtag and the band played on could become a thing. <laughs> ah. Anyway, I'm sorry that I won't be able to listen to this week's show because my order arrives Friday and the show happens on Saturday. <laughs> He'll be dead. You see? Yes, I get you. Uh, if I weren't dead, I'm sure I would appreciate whatever prize is on offer this week. Maybe you could send it anyway so my kids would have something to remember me by when I'm gone. <laughs> Hope this email wasn't too long as only Mr. Jonathan seems to appreciate long things given to him by strangers. Hmm. Wow. The D battery, by the way, somebody mentioned. That's the big yeah. one that goes into the... Anus? Flashlight. No, flashlight. Uh. <laughs> um, all all this good. Is, this is tough. I, mean, uh, I, I kind of like number two. As did I. I'm going with two because I, I like somebody trying to get a conspiracy theory, trying yeah. to figure, connect things. So it's safe it, to say, Dave, lot, number two works for you? Number two works for me. <laughs> That Steve is a stoner, which is not true at all. <laughs> but uh, but the argument was compelling. Yeah. All right. As I said, it is a uh, big problem that's going to happen here on YouTube. Um, hopefully, it doesn't happen, and we can pull through the next couple weeks of it. But I don't believe that to to happen. But we'll see. Uh, thank you all that that share it that are out there. I don't think there's any need to share our YouTube uh, right now, but. I don't know if it's a shareable thing for um, Odyssey, to share Odyssey, to share the podcast. Um, it's the only shot we have right now, and we're looking at other other things that are out there. But uh, I'm worried, and I, I see a big drop-off that's going to happen uh, because of it. Because even though you're hearing it, I'm telling you, you're going to forget and say, wow, they're not on the air anymore. They the show's over. No, it's not over. Go the show's to thecigarauthority.com. It'll have directions to find us. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's time for the Classic 3-Way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as two ninety nine for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. 
classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Why do I think Mr. Jonathan is our champion? No, I don't think I am. I think I won five to zero. Yeah, to zero I think it was a shutout. Week. Really? Yeah, he yeah. spanked us. All right, so over to you. Today is May 14th, and George Lucas, American film director, screenwriter, and producer, was born today. He was uh, the guy that did Star Wars, Indiana Jones, American Graffiti. He was born in California today. What year was that? Is that the one where the amp goes to 11? No. Hmm. 1953. 53. 49. 49. 39. 39. Spinal Tap. That was Spinal Tap. That was right. Okay. And th- that was Meathead that did Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah Rob Reiner. Yeah. Uh, Barry Stein said 31. It's 44. You'll take it. Well, 39, but yeah, you still get it. Yeah. Th- okay. Barry gets it, and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, Seinfeld's final two-part episode, the finale, aired on NBC to 76.3 million viewers with commercials priced at $2 million for 30 seconds. That happened today. What year was that? Seinfeld's final episode. 1996. 1996, he says. 98. 98. I also had 98. 98. Two points for both of you. 98. Wow. 24 years ago. So next year is the 25th anniversary of the last episode. They should be getting out of jail by now, right? Yeah. Imagine all that time, 25 years. Hmm. Was the last episode? My God. So I got two points for Barry and two for Ed Sullivan. Well, Barry's got three total. Three total. Uh, Over to Barry. Bobby Darren was born today. Walden Robert Cavado is his real name, American singer, Mac the Knife, Splish Splash, I Was Taking a Bath, Beyond the Sea. He was born in the Bronx, New York today. What year was that, Barry? 31. 31. Why? 1928. 28. I have 31. 31. Both have 31. So both of you get one point. It's 36. So Mr. Jonathan's on the board. Barry's got four. Oh, no. Two to one. We have two more questions and a tiebreaker if we need it. Over back to Ed Sullivan. Mark Zuckerberg was born today. American internet entrepreneur and co-founder of The Facebook. Hmm. Now Facebook. Born in White Plains, New York today. What year was that? 1978. 78. 1979. 79. 80. Fucker. 80 for the point. It's 84. Wow. I opened the store in, in 85. Oh, boy. He wasn't even born. No. That's amazing. So Barry got again? Yep. Five points. He would points. have been one if my math is correct. If he was born Five points for Barry. You can't lose. Two to one. You can't lose. But over to Mr. Jonathan anyway. David Byrne, Scottish-American rock singer and writer. Who? Talking heads. Talking heads. Did we just come full circle? <laughs> we did. Burning down the house. Psycho killer. He was born in Scotland. What year was that? Uh, 1955. 55. 57. 57. 56. 56. Everybody's over. 52. 52. And that is that. 
No tiebreaker, no oh, need. Man, there'll be no living with Barry now. About it's time. I don't think score. I've won in like two months. Five to two to one. Barry is our champion. Barry is the champion. And we're going to go on the after show. We're going to talk about is it time to diversify or focus in this industry? Should we be doing different things as retailers? Should we diversify and have different products? Um, the economy is slowing down. Should we start a blog? <laughs> should we start a blog? Should we, or should people be focusing manufacturers that maybe do flavored cigars and regular cigars? Should they focus and go on to regular time to diversify shortages of tobaccos, things like that. People that do um, manufacturers that have also online entities and retail stores and their manufacturers, should they start focusing? Is it time to focus? Did you hear? Um, Swedish Match that used to be General Cigar mm -hmm. before they sold out. Swedish giant company. They sold for $16 billion to Altria, Phil Mars. Right. I think it was just the cigarette side, or at least that's what the buyer told me. Smokeless. Smokeless. Okay. Hmm. The smokeless side. So they are diversifying in a big way into smokeless because a lot of their products is smoking. So they're diversifying in it. So that, that's where the thought came is it, you see companies like that saying, okay, let's diversify into a different thing. But usually when the economy is tanking, it's time to focus, not diversify. So I don't know what the answer is, but I look at these stock things and say, okay, somebody knows something I don't know. So uh, we'll get a little into that on the after show. Uh, final thoughts here on Yaya. I think you nailed it with the, the ginger snap. Yeah. That that little bitey bit from the, the sweet bready cookie. Very good. Yeah, you said you were going to go back to Terra Nova during the after show. I'm going to save that for after the show. Yeah. After the after show, but uh, Cause yeah, I don't want to put this down. This is really good. And there's plenty of room on this. To, to you know, We smoked an hour, a little short cigar like this, because like a nub, the, the brand nub, well they packed. last a long time. Yeah, they well pack packed, them well, and yeah. they burn slow. So, uh, again, like you said, that they have three or four other sizes. This is the first time I ended up smoking this size, but uh, as I said, it'll probably be on the um, at the trade show mm -hmm. at, as uh, maybe gift with purchase or just for the people to show up at the trade show or whatever's going to happen with this. I don't know. I saw it. I said, wow, what's up with this? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to have that there. It wasn't on my list either. Dave, did you realize you can make a pie crust with ginger snaps? You're no. You're interested, aren't you? I am. You know what I would like? Is um, like lemon meringue. I'd like a pumpkin with pie with ginger snaps. Mm. Yeah, you could go in a lot of directions. Mm. Might even go well with like a banana cream pie. Yeah, we'll have Ginger and Marianne make one for us. Yeah, us three could whack up the pie. Oh, wait, that's another podcast. That's a Never different mind. podcast. What? <laughs> wow. You're intrigued. Right? I am. All right, we'll talk about it offline. Have you had it before? Or no, you, I'm you, just going to make it up. You just, Oh, so it doesn't exist. I'm sure there know. are recipes. Really? Sure. I love sure. a ginger snap. Instead of graham crackers, you, yeah. know, you grind up your ginger snaps. I love a ginger snap. A lot of butter in there. 
I'm in. All we, right. Jonathan's so lost right now. <laughs> you no, no interest in that at all, though, huh? None whatsoever. Oh, it's very exciting to me. Very, very exciting. <laughs> we'll all smoke right. a blunt before we eat the pie. <laughs> sounds like a good time. No, I don't know about that. But uh, next week is the long-awaited interview, the one I've been waiting and trying to get my whole entire career. And it will happen, uh, and you'll hear it right here next week on the show on The Cigar Authority. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.